Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. I am so excited to be collaborating today with Bold Like Her, podcast host and real estate agent um, for Coldwell Banker, Kim Douglas. She is so awesome. We have so much fun together and she's super inspiring. We talk about all trending topics from the submarine and personal branding and Kourtney Kardashian's pregnancy and all the things. So not our typical podcast, but super fun. And I hope it inspires you. And Kim's amazing. If you don't follow her, definitely follow her. At the end, she shares her social media channels, but I'll share them. Kim Sells Boston or Bold Like Her podcast with Kim Douglas. So I can't wait to hear your feedback on the show. And I hope we share some inspiring tips on personal branding. So today's show is going to be the importance of building your personal brand along with some pop culture fun. So stay tuned for the amazing Kim. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. So Kim and Jackie are doing a combined show today. We are so excited. So this is going to be on both of our podcasts and social platforms. So Kim... Welcome to my show. I'm excited to be on your show. Where do we want to start? <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. And thank you for having me on your show too, Jackie. <laughs> of course. We're all about supporting each other, which we just shared. So I'm excited. Yeah. You know what? It's I think the reason that this came together is because we had done some things in the past and connected by, you know, I did some stuff with you and your magazine and your podcast and you were on my podcast, but we had never met each other in person. Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. Cause this was all during COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we knew of each other and everything and we're fans of one another, but then we saw each other in person and it was like, ah, you know, <laughs> there is just like that in person thing. It's just like it's great to zoom. Thank God for Zoom over COVID, but like yeah. in person, it's where it's at, right? Like we just have to be honest here. It we had such like, a blast with dogs yeah. playing all around us. <laughs> yeah, Frankie was having a blast. <laughs> such a blast. Hershey, yeah. I don't know where Hershey went. Hershey was wandering too somewhere. My dog that day. But yeah. it's all good. They had fun. They sure did, and so did we. It was really fun to connect that way and uh, see Park Nine was amazing too. Yeah. And Kim, you just had them on your show, which is so yeah, awesome. I did. So, so awesome. come to find out, you know, that you were actually friendly with one of the owners and I was able to connect with them. I know they were super busy with um, the kickoff of the place. It's only been open a short time. And they they just happened to reach out to me. And uh, so they're owned by two women. And I said, I need to have you on during the month of June, you know, so we can celebrate pride together and everything. And they are so wonderful. And like, no stone unturned with that place. Like they thought of everything. It's so true. And they come yeah. from, they both like brought their dog. They bring their dog, I think regularly too, right? Yep. They have to, I would. <laughs> I why, not? why open a dog bar if you can't bring your dog to work? <laughs> it's so true. But for people who might not know, so do you want to tell them more about what Park Nine is? Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a bar and dog, indoor dog park. And it just opened in Everett not that long ago. And I was so excited. You know, I feel I'm like I'm still a new dog mom, right? Frankie is only, she's a three. And I got her just before the pandemic. 
And so now anytime you see anything that looks like it'd be fun for dogs, I'm like all in, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> your dogs are your children. So like exactly. that you could bring them to makes it, especially in a social setting, makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah. So yeah. that's it's in Everett. You should check it out. If And guess what? We also mentioned and talked about on that podcast, the fact that even if you don't own a dog and you like them, they have an amazing bar, right? <laughs> true. So true. And they have all these fun names. Yes, dog-themed drinks and stuff. (laughs) I thought that was really creative. And they have the cute cups with their logos on them. I, like, loved that, too. Yeah, yeah. So cool. So today, I I thought we could talk about, like, personal branding, because as a realtor, this is, like, that's how you build. And I want to talk about it for myself, too, because I feel like I'm helping people a lot, and I'm building my own brand. So, like, I think that that's super... So are you cool if we chat about that today? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we were just kind of like segueing off of branding for their new location and everything. And so, yeah. And so I, it's super important. And I know that you help your clients with that kind of thing all the time in so many ways, your business is just, you know, grown to kind of encompass so many of the things that are important for businesses and personal branding today. Thanks, Kim. So I feel like for, talk about, because in your world too, it's so important as a realtor to have a personal brand. And in, in my world too, as a marketer, because there are right. so many of us. So how do we all stand out? And I feel like that that's really like so important. So let's talk about you. And then I will totally happily share my story too. So how do you use it in your business day to day of how you show your authenticity? Yeah. Authenticity is really, you know, key, right? So for me, I think that, and it took me a while to to kind of find my groove with this. I think you know when me you too, into, by the way, me too. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. mean that you know it, it doesn't have to happen overnight, and you don't have to figure it out right away. But I think over time, it starts to show, and your authentic, authenticity is there. You know that I have this background in media, in radio, and a little television, and DJing, and all that kind of thing. And it's kind of never left me. So as things like social media became big and even the podcast world, I was able to incorporate those into what I do with real estate. And it's really happening so much more now. I like the podcast is just has been such a light in my life, really. And now I'm starting to do these events where I'm empowering women and bringing people together, you know, and and um, the the two are kind of fusing together a little bit, like the podcast and the the you know the meaning behind it, and then what I do for my clients in real estate as well. So you'll see me as far as the way that I might stand out. A lot of people do social media and everything now, but you know I have the podcast thing, and I and because of that, I get featured in a lot of different places. I like to sure. put little ads out, you know, at CVS or like on the back of your you know, your receipt, if you're going, you know, to star market or something like that. And like, you just see me everywhere. I think that's a big part of it, right? So that people know who you are, because they see you and it's a consistent brand everywhere they look, right? It's so true. But I think also where you're so smart with this, I just want to give you a compliment is that like, you really get to know people on a personal level on your podcast, they get to know you on a personal level. It's not about business. Of course, a little bit is about business. But at the end of the day, you're getting to know people. And I think that that really allows you to know people on a deeper level than just advertising or just like being on a show one-off time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I think that that makes a huge difference. 
yeah, I mean, I didn't know that that would be like the little side effect of my podcast, right? (laughs) You know, I mean, it didn't set out to do it. I think it was just like a passion project for me. Let me highlight women who are doing amazing things around Boston. And you're right. So many relationships have been, you know, built from that, right? And evolved from it. And then, you know, I make sure they know I'm in real estate too. You know what I mean? Right. That's part of it for sure. Yeah. Without being, you know, pushy or salesy with it, you know, I kind of let them know, you know, this is what I do too. So we all help each other. And I find the, just the women really do want to help each other and see each other succeed. I, I completely agree. I think that that's a huge asset to women in business. And I'm not yeah. not advocating for men. I just do think women right. are a little bit more about that than men. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Especially... It just seems to be kind of an explosion of it over the past few years, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm just taking it all in because I love seeing it. It's me too. I absolutely love it. And then to tie into like how I bring it out in my business, I think in marketing, there's so many marketers, so many, you know, and it's like, you really just have to get to know people on a deeper level, like open up. I mean, on your social too, like open up about things people might not know about you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I really tried to share that about my life you know, as a new mom, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people might not know that about you, but when you share things in common with them, like then they're like, Oh my God, like she's a mom too. Like maybe I'll take that into consideration because we share that in common. Right. So I really think it's so important to do that. And for me, like my nanny's leaving this week. I'm like, so sad about it. She's done this like over a year. So that was like, that's like hard, you know, and you just build really close, but like you have to share these things with people so that they know that like social media is a grit. You cannot tell a lot from a grit. Okay. That's just truth, right? That's the, that's the like multiple touches. I feel like with people, like you meet them in person, you see them online, you read about them in an ad or whatever. It's like, it takes seven times on average for people to really build trust and and hire you. So I feel like the more ways that we all can learn how to do that, the better. So absolutely. And you make a good point there. You always have such good tips that you give on your social and you're growing your TikTok now as well. And, and I see you giving pointers to people because people are, it's still new to a lot of people. They're just, you know, nervous about it, getting on camera, talking, acting as if they're going to, they feel silly getting, and I'm like, you know, we all do though. We all do. Like, it doesn't matter how many times you do it. You're like, uh, did I slur a word? Did I do that? Like, that's just real life. But guess what? When you slur a word or whatever, people don't care. They don't, I think they'd rather see that than something that's super produced and polished. And that's Agreed. one of the things that I've learned uh, over time. And, and some of the things that I put out there, like I'll work with someone who's going to shoot video and make it a little more slick from time to time. But other things are just me like, being silly, doing silly trends from TikTok, you know, and giving them a real estate spin. People love that because they can relate to it. It's true. They it's do. Like, almost like some of the people that go the most viral are wearing sweatshirts and sweatpants. Okay, let's talk about It's just the truth. Like, I don't know. look for perfection. Like, stop looking for perfection because everybody knows in life that nothing is perfect. So, the more imperfect you can be, at some extent, right? You want yeah, a little to bit some extent. <laughs> You want professionalism, but at the same time, like if people can relate to you, I think it helps a lot for sure. Yeah. I remember, geez, it was maybe a year or so ago, even like I would have a lot of realtors, especially come to me and say they really liked what I was doing. And I think because I was like a little bit like quicker to 
you know, to the draw. It's like I was quicker to like start doing the TikTok stuff and everything. And some of them would say it's kind of edgy. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, it's it, it's just without, you know, going over the line of being like inappropriate or something like that. I think you can still share things that like went wrong or something in a, uh, you know, in a deal. Why not share that stuff? I agree. I think it's so, and it just makes it more enjoyable, honestly. Yeah. So what's your take too, from like where you're posting and things like that? Like in terms of your world, where do you get a lot of response? Do you get a lot of response on Instagram? Do you get more response on Facebook, TikTok? Like what is good for where you are in your business? Yeah, a little bit of both. Facebook a little bit less now I find, but I still put things there, right? So uh, yeah, I mean, it's easy enough to share your Instagram there or something. And like one time, I think I did a post I on Facebook where I said, meanwhile, over on TikTok, because like those people, and I posted a bunch of my TikToks right there, you know, so smart. So it was smart. like a way for me to get those people to go there and look if they, if they're going to, you know, um, but I do get a response from TikTok and then Instagram, like they're probably my, my biggest, uh, biggest places where I'll see, you know, interaction. And that's so important too, right? Having a lot of followers is one thing, but having interaction is more, I honestly, the interaction is more important. Like I'm a true believer in that, like, because followers will drop, like if they're not interacting, you don't even want them there. You know what I'm saying? It's just something (laughs) I've learned over time in my business. So like, yeah, that's advice I always share. It might look good, but if the engagement doesn't weigh out to the followers, it doesn't always make sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that over like the last couple of years, we started to see that like it used to be like you needed to have like, oh, and they would try, they still try to sell you. These people try to sell you, you followers they do. all the time, and, likes. <laughs> all the time, all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, no, good. thank you. I don't care. Yeah. I'm okay with, you know, this number or whatever. And it's interesting to see like what works. That's one of the things I think is really key too, is just trying different things all the time. And seeing what works. I know video is very big now. And so I think it's important in your feed, if you're going to be on Instagram, to have a certain amount of video. You probably agree. I agree. Well, I think you can reach more people with video. Yeah. Now pictures, I recommend you still do everything, but like pictures, unfortunately, the reach is different than it used to be. And they change the algorithms on every platform all the time now, by the way. So going back to that. (laughs) You just keep chasing it. Yeah. (laughs) Like stop looking for perfection with that because there is none. There is literally none with that. It's constantly changing. So yeah, but I think if you tell a story, so I remember um, posting a picture of some clients of mine, you know, on closing day or something. I had a few pictures of them around their house, and everything, and someone in my office commented like, "Oh, geez, how many pictures of your clients are you going to show?" And I said, "You know what? I will tell you if I just show a picture of a house and say just sold versus." the couple there and maybe tell the story of how they got that place or, you know, how, you know, how it went, that gets more, you know, more interaction than just the house. For sure. So sure enough, you know, she followed along and started doing the same. <laughs> Whatever. That was great advice to share though. And yeah. then you also were on a cool social media panel the other day for Cobalt. Can you talk about that? This is like a couple of weeks ago, right? Yes, I was. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Um, I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm asked to be on this panel. It was a variety of people. But the funny thing is going back, Jesus, 
15 years, it seems like now, I was on a panel to talk about how Facebook was a great way to talk about your real estate, right? So fast forward, here I am doing this one. Now we're talking about Instagram, we're talking about TikTok. Some people even brought up LinkedIn, you know, it's kind of like an untapped thing that people think it's just for business, but and it it's actually, so not, so yeah. not, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, on there, we just talked about the, the authenticity and like, then they also asked us about how many times a week we post and the things like that. So I was, you know, so we would go down and each person on the panel would give their feelings on that. And for me, and I, you, I would love to hear you chime in on this as well, but as far as how to post, I mean, I try to get posts on Instagram on my business page three times a week. But for me, stories too, like I think the stories have to be ongoing all the time. Two I times agree with both things you said. I do the same thing. Stories yeah, times are honestly, stories are just hard to keep up with, but the more you can do it, the better. That's just the truth. Like we all have lives. Yes. You know, but like if you can do it more often, the better for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, pow, 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 pow. like I have a lot to do, you know, and then other times, you know, you're like, like radio looking. silence, right? Yeah. But you <laughs> know what? I'll tell you what, people always, that's the big thing. Like, where am I going to get the content? Like, that's a big question for people. There's so much out there. So Resharing true. other people's stuff is an amazing way to put content on. I love As that. a realtor, I can say, if there's anything that has to do with Boston lifestyle, I'll share it. It's a new restaurant. It's, you know, some kind of event that's coming to town. It's then, or if it's like home hacks, I like to share home hacks. So, and I have so many things downloaded on my phone, either that I have made or that other people have, I could easily go in there and just pop them up. I just, I have so much. Yeah. So I love your TikTok makes me laugh. First of all, your TikTok and then the things you reshare are so creative. And I laugh too. <laughs> Great content. Well, like, that's so your point, like resharing because then they get credit too. You could potentially get reshared by them. It's like a win-win for everyone. Right. They love it too. And then like the partners that you have. So let's just say I work with lenders. Uh, that information is super important right now because everybody's paying attention to the rates. So true. So if there's information out there about how to win in a competitive situation, uh, what the rates are, what's happening with that, ideas on creative ways to you know move around your money or to invest your money or to buy an Airbnb. I just helped a couple do that recently and they're crushing it. it with that. So I shared it, you know, and all of those things, I just think, you know, you give love back to other people, they're going to do the same for you. And so also, if you if you post really good content, other people are going to want to share yours. It's so true. And that's like, the I think videos are like, I love quotes. Quotes are my favorite thing. Yes. Yeah. Are like inspirational stuff, but videos, I, I think, are second. And I think those two things get shared the most, I feel like, from what I've seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. I like those too. I even see realtors doing that now as well, like posting, you know, inspirational quotes. Yeah. Cause like, I think people can just relate to it on like a day-to-day basis. It's very broad, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that you can reach more people with that too. Yeah. So. And it doesn't have to be exactly to your, you know, whatever Not your at business all. is at all. Yeah. Everybody likes inspiration, right? True. I think people need it in the morning, especially if I'm scrolling. I'm like, Oh, they kind of made my day better a little bit. You know, like that's for me. <laughs> like that's what works for me really well. Yeah, your own, I guess, you know. Yeah. 
So what's your take? Well, first of all, how was Greece? Because I know you just went to Greece and it looked amazing. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I took my daughter. It was her 30th birthday. How she got to be that age, I'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) It goes so fast, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. But um, so I told her, let's go. Let's do this for your birthday. And we have a blast together. Just so you know, my daughter... She has the same sense of humor as me. I think she has multiple videos that sometime we'll see as a compilation of me just cracking up. Like if she, if I'm laughing really hard, like she starts shooting video all the time. So <laughs> cute. But we have a lot of fun together. We like to do different things. One of the things we did when we were there is this um, dinner in the air. Uh, it was like dinner in the sky. You saw this? I saw it on your stories, I think, now that I'm thinking about this. So you're kind of strapped in like you're in like a ride or something, right? Like a roller coaster or something. And there's this whole table of like 12 people or something. And the people in the middle are the ones like making the dinner and everything. And you go up. It starts to bring you up in the sky. Your feet are basically dangling, right? (laughs) And it goes around. I don't even know how high it goes, but it kind of moves around. So you get different views of the sky. It's so pretty. Um, I was a little nervous. I would say, like, I like would have probably passed out. <laughs> yeah, but I am like kind of like everybody loves a thrill, right? And For sure. <laughs> this is what people pay to do, right? True, it's true. <laughs> and we could get into that, but um, the trip was just amazing. We were in Athens. We went to Santorini, which is absolutely beautiful, and just it was just breathtaking. Have you guys been to Greece before or no? No, never. So it was the first time, you know. Oh, cool. That's on my bucket list. I really want to go to ever been. Yep. Yeah, I I definitely would. Everyone's like, you gotta go. It's like, I feel like a lot of people are going there. I feel like it's a trend. Yeah. Uh, My mom said, why'd you go to Greece? I was like, why not? Like, (laughs) I agree. Who watched Frankie? So uh, my friend Mike watched her for a week. Yeah, That's awesome. I'm and sure he has a dog. He has Perfect. a dog in a big fenced-in backyard. So Frankie, like, I don't know if she missed me or not. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. It's like hard to find people to like for us. Like, it's hard to find people to watch your dog. I feel yeah. Like. Just like you said, it's like your kid, you know, uh, you want to make sure that they're in good. Especially when you're going away for a longer period of time. I know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This was the first, the longest I have been away from Frankie. So yeah. I'm sure she was so excited to see you when you got back. Right. Yes. Yes. It's just like me. (laughs) You know how it is, right? Two peas in a pod. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I always miss my dog too. When I travel. Yeah. No doubt. Right. It's hard not to, I guess. So you were, I think you might've been uh, asking me my take on what just happened with the, the Titanic. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, Tell me your thoughts for sure. So I knew that we were going to chat about that and I was, you know, kind of going there in my mind because of, you know, the people who are like, they're into like danger, danger junkies. Right. You know, and the people who, who pay so much money to do these excursions, like going into space or, or, or going on an excursion like that one. And I think every time you do something like that, you kind of, these people must know there's a risk, but they probably, they probably don't think that that risk is going to come to fruition. Right. Exactly. So it's kind of, it was, it was very sad, of course. Mm -hmm. Right. But also when I, all the things I saw on social media, 
were um, <laughs> kind of dark in a way. Like there were jokes and memes and things. I don't know if you saw any of that. I saw some of the stuff too. I saw there was a video of one of the guys going in the submarine. You see this on TikTok? No. I couldn't what? even watch after the beginning. They show it closing and getting ready to go down. And there, there's little, there's little, it is so small. I don't know about you. I get claustrophobic. Like so I would, have, like I would have never done that. Okay, but there was a little toilet in the middle, like at the end of the front, and then there were just the three of them in like their suits, like their underwater suits. Oh my gosh! I like stopped watching as soon as I saw it start to go down in the water. I was like, I can't even stomach this. Right nope, now. no, not into close spaces at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially because it was like five guys. It's not like it was like, a. I mean, you need a little bit more. I mean, teach their own. That was their decision that day. Right. But yeah, I got caught up in, in watching somebody who knew a lot about those types of excursions and what was happening with it. And this was when they were still like searching for them, but they talked about like, if they had been in this thing for all this time, that little thing is like where they go to the bathroom. Like they were have to go and like, a Ziploc bag or something like that and close it yeah. up. Yes. This is all the thing I had. This is what I heard. Right. And well, I guess they never had to deal with that, but. Oh my God. I know. It's Super so sad. crazy. I saw something too. They were talking about how, because it imploded, like as humans, we couldn't even, you couldn't even digest that it was even going to happen like process. So it just yeah. literally happened before anybody knew anything was going on. Well, I guess that's, probably the best case scenario. I honestly agree. About it. Agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that was not, I don't think I would have ever done that personally. Like not my thing. No, but no, I couldn't. And it's I history, but like, that's a little, that's a little scary. I think for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what else is trending? Are you following Courtney Kardashian with her new pregnancy and stuff like that too? <laughs> Yes, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. How many kids do you have now? She's got I don't like, even know, to be honest. I have no idea. <laughs> I think she has like three with Scott, who is yeah. her boyfriend, right? And then two stepkids with Travis. He's got two oh, kids. Oh, I didn't even from, know that. Yeah, from a former relationship. And now there's this one. <laughs> Jesus. Crazy. Hey, whatever. And apparently they did this through IBF. From oh, what really? I understand, yeah. Fun facts, Kim. Yeah. I didn't know any of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were on like an IVF journey. Now, I don't know if this know. one happened through that or not, but yes. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Those uh, Kardashians, they like to procreate, don't they? They really do. <laughs> but I was, so there's some doulas I know, and like I actually worked with them when I had a kid, and they were saying now that women are getting pregnant in their late 40s for the first, yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Well, Crazy. that's awesome. It is awesome. It's interesting. So what we'll start to see are older parents, right? As the so kids true. are going off to school or if, when they graduate from college or something, all the parents are going to be a lot older, but that's For amazing. Sure. Each their own, right? I mean, it's, it's a, it's a choice you make when it's the right time or it happens at the right time, like whatever. Yeah. I'm a true believer. I just said, now that I've had one, I'm like, oh my God, like you need a lot of energy on a regular basis to have a, <laughs> a little one, you know, it's a blessing. Absolutely. But it's just a lot. Would you ever think about a second? Probably. But yeah. I think right now, like I, because my nanny's leaving, my son's actually starting school in a couple of weeks. Oh so like, I think it'll just, yeah, so crazy. How so I feel you? like I just want him, he's young. He's like 19 months, but they, right. it's a 
it's a Montessori. So it's like it transitions into preschool. So he starts and he would stay there till he starts kindergarten, essentially. You have to start the, the resume now so they can get into the right middle it's, schools and yeah. high schools and college, right? Listen, you get it. I don't need to explain <laughs> that to you. You bet. I'm starting to see that now for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But I think even social skills, because like we've, he's been home with just us a lot. And so I think yeah. it's so good for him to now start to like do that at a younger age. Yeah. So. I think and the germ thing sucks, unfortunately. That thing, yeah. like, you can't that prevent that, but everybody, exactly. <laughs> right? That's what we're going through, for sure. Yeah, and I get it that, you know, even just, like, the nanny part and kind of giving that up and, you know, it's a change, right? It, is. it totally is. But we're lucky, like, she got a really good teaching job, so she's going to babysit when we need her. It's not the same capacity, but we'll take what we can get, you know? Exactly, Yeah. It's just yeah, hard so, when kids like bring in somebody you trust, you know, I feel like that's, absolutely. that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing I'm going through right now at the moment. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to have family members around awesome. when my daughter was young. So we, you know, we were able to, to do that for a short period of time until uh, she went off to like pre-K or something. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It yeah. makes a big difference. It really, it does. You, you want to know that they're in good hands, right? So true. I think about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How was your pregnancy? It was pretty good. Knock on yeah. wood. It's pretty good. How was yours? Well, I got sick every day, but I got used did to you? it. <laughs> like to the end? So it started at like three months. So you you know, usually you're getting sick in the first few months. Sure. Mine started at like three months. I got sick one morning. I'm like, oh, I think that was morning sickness. <laughs> and then it was like every day. And I tried everything, right? Uh, until the, literally the day she was born. I think I got sick that morning. <laughs> that so, she so came right on time. She, she did? right on her due date. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I got nauseous in the beginning a bunch, but then mine kind of stopped towards like five months. Yeah, I was really grateful for that for sure. I just had someone I on the podcast that'll be coming in a future episode. She does acupuncture, and, and it's related to people who are trying to get pregnant. So, and it's benefits there, and then also like helps with postpartum right. if you ever um, have any issues with that as well. Yeah. So we talked about the importance of getting your body ready. So for me, I joked with her and said, I went off the pill in the next month. I was pregnant. You know, <laughs> That's a blessing for sure. Yeah. You know, especially for those people who are like really trying and, and can't make it happen. But she talked about like when an egg is kind of getting ready, it's, it takes like three months before it's released. So if you can kind of like start getting your body into the right, so treat yourself while you're ready to get pregnant as if you already are by eating the right things, getting enough rest, cutting the stress. I thought this was so interesting. I love that. All that stuff. Yeah. Anything like acupuncture, spirituality, like healing yep. stuff. I think I'm like obsessed with. Yeah. So I think our bodies, like we need it. We absolutely need it. Like, it's so important to shift yeah. things. We can't always control in our mind, like what's going on in our bodies. Mm -hmm. So it kind of just helps, I think. Yeah. And at the same time, the way that we think and the stress that we take on also affects us physically, so right? True. So 
wellness takes on a whole new meaning, right? So the whole package, like the mental, physical, all of it. Mm-hmm. Do you like work out pretty regularly? Or are you somebody that does that or? That works on what? I'm sorry. Pretty works out like pretty regularly. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I, I really like Barry's boot camp. I go to that. I go to Bespoke where I spin. And then other than that, I like to do like yoga or Pilates or something like that. Cause you need something like if you're doing things that are super intense all the time, I find that yoga want to pass out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice way to kind of almost meditate, you know? I love meditating. Yeah. Have you ever done a sound bowl? Oh my God. I love sound baths, sound baths, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sound baths. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I have a class I'm going to do. I'm actually hosting one. I want to invite you. When is it? I'm going to write it down. Yes. It's in August. I'll get to the date. I want you to come. So my friend, I absolutely want to go. Where are you doing it? Uh, it's going to be at Bespoke in Southie. Awesome. Yeah, so they they opened a, a whole new thing that over there where it's not just spin anymore, but they have a room that's for yoga. They have a hit class kind of workout uh, weight class that's outside of that. So and they have like a juice bar downstairs and all this. So, like, cool. so yeah, cool. they really it, it wasn't a surprise to me. They've always done things right, but we're gonna use the room in there. There's like 30 spaces. My friend Allie will teach a partial yoga class and then the sound bowls. And so I want you to come cool. be my guest. I would love it. That sounds yeah. awesome. That I yeah. just think sound is so relaxing and soothing. It makes you forget everything that's going on in your life in the moment, you know? It does. Mm-hmm. And people have different kind of like reactions to it, whether they're by some people will fall asleep, some people will cry. You know, That's it's like enough. it's it's reverberating through your body, you know? And it's yeah, it can bring out a lot of different things. But it's fun. It. Kind of like so a meditation. For, so for my audience that doesn't know you, can you share like how long you've been in real estate, share all your socials, all of that? Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been in real estate for 14 years now. Amazing. And selling Boston. I am happy to help if you have any questions about the market, about interest rates, about how you can win in a competitive offer, what your house is worth in today's market. We have very limited uh, inventory right now. So I try to talk to people whenever I can that your house is worth more than it probably ever has been. So been thinking about selling. It's a great time. So trying to get some inventory out there. Kim Sells Boston. That's my website. It's also my Instagram. So that's a great way to catch me there. And Bold Like Her podcast is my Instagram for my podcast. And how about you, Jackie? Talk yeah. about how you can help people with PR, with their social, all of this stuff. You bring people together. You do such amazing events. You have a great way of networking and, and helping others do the same and get recognized. Thanks, Kim. I really love hanging out with you. We have so much fun. Yeah, my, I just, I love helping people build their personal brands, um, connecting people together. And I definitely have a PR background. That's definitely where more I'm putting more of my focus these days. But social is a part of PR now. Like your social is how you're showing up, how people are finding you. And press now are finding so many people now through social media. So you have to make sure you're paying attention to how you're showing up. So thank you. So I'm mm-hmm. Next on Scene or Jackie Zook at all, on all social platforms um, and nextonscene.com. All right. Thanks, Kim. This is so fun. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Bold Like Her and Next On Scene.
the ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. 